0: Welcome to another Macquarie Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. Welcome to another Macquarie Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. Um, So good to hear people's stories, you know, and I wish we could actually go around and ask everyone, what's your story and why are you here tonight? But I guess we'd be here for a very long time and we'd probably use up all of our tissues. And I'm going to get one just in case I need one. (laughs) Um, uh, So I'll turn to the right page. I'm just going to share uh, a few insights with you that I just um, got recently from a situation that happened to me. And whilst my... um, The thing I'm going to share is around my mum who um, passed away um, five years ago next week (laughs) um, to breast cancer and she was 71. I know that grief is attached to loss and some of you are not here because you've lost someone but you're in other situations where you're feeling grief and um, so even though the things I'm going to share are around loss of my mum, I hope that some of those things will relate could relate to everybody that someone and I'm trusting God will do this that He'll give everyone something they need to go home with um tonight. Um, just last week I was in Israel. I know. How good is that? <laughs> um, it's a bucket list. It was a bucket list holiday. Um, I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, we were there with friends. We were in places where Jesus walked and, you know, that your Bible talks about and that you've probably, you know, pictured in your head and your heart thousands of times. Um, and so I was very surprised by something that happened in the middle of all of that amazingness, okay? I was standing looking at something wonderful. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> and I was there with, standing there with some friends, Ralph and Goulet. Um, And we were just doing general talk, as you do. And I mentioned my mum in a conversation. It was just very natural. Um, After the conversation came to, like, a natural pause, Ros asked me if it was hard for me talking about my mum um, like that. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) something came bubbling up on the inside of me, and I said to her, actually... It's really sad. You know, anyway, I know it's shocked to you, but I had a bit of a cry. (laughs) You know, I had a few tears and she had a few tears on my behalf. And then I'm sure Ralph had a tear there somewhere too. But anyway, he made us all have a group hug and that was really nice. Um, And then we went off and saw something else amazing and wonderful. Um, So then pondering about that whole thing, what sort of shocked me was... That I could be in the most wonderful of places with the most wonderful people, laughing, experiencing so much joy. And at the very same time as that, carrying around um, some sadness on the inside. Really, I was unaware of that until a nice person asked a kind question. And isn't kindness like that? When you're feeling, you know, you feel someone's, uh, kindness is like a key that just unlocks people's hearts. I can remember Wynette saying to me, not long after a beautiful husband passed away, she said, Donna, don't be too nice to me. You know, I'm just holding it together. <laughs> you know? Um, You know, and it's true. I can remember having to preach not long after mum and some of my beautiful friends were there are you going to be all right and I said don't be nice to me just don't be nice to me till after (laughs) because kindness is like that it sort of does unlock and that's a good thing to remember Um, and so I realized that um, that through that experience and then talking to Robbie the other day um, that the sadness and the grief exist alongside the joys of life like train tracks, Rob said, and it's true. Uh, yeah, it will be five years next week. Um, and in the past, or probably what I've thought in my head is that, all right, now you should be right now. You'll be over that now. It's five years. You know, come on. Um, time heals all wounds. You know, have you heard that? Um, it's, but now I know, and I've, I've grown up a bit, and I've experienced life a bit more to know that that's not really true. Um, I agree with what Gillian March said. She said, it's only God's love that can bring healing and the loss will always be there. It may not be as fresh or dark or painful, but it is there. Um, So that's the first thing I realised, that it's okay for the two to exist together um, in life. And I realised the next thing was how good it was to let that out (laughs) at that time long as the people around you can cope but the build-up happens because the days march on you know um and business creeps in and we have things that have to be done and you need to stay strong for others and it, it's not always appropriate you know to you know burst into tears or or lose it um so it build it does just naturally build up especially at times like now Christmas um that are full of gatherings, that would be so much better if that person was there. I was looking for my sister, but I don't think she's here. Um, Am I on the right page? Okay. So that's why we have a night like tonight, because it's okay to lose it, all right? And hopefully I'm not being taped, so... Um, (laughs) and to make space to acknowledge the sadness and I think that's normal and healthy I think we're getting better at that in life to acknowledge that that's part of life I cannot remember growing up anyone talking to me about handling grief I can't remember anyone mentioning it in all my school years any or in in life in general, how to handle that sort of thing. And so I think we're getting better at that now in equipping people that that's okay, um, um, to make it okay to release that um, sadness and that every now and then you might lose it, (laughs) you know, and it might come out, um, but it's good because then it doesn't overwhelm us or overshadow the joy or the happy times. I think it's normal and healthy to be able to just have a release valve um in normal life that's where i i love worship on a sunday because it's real normal to sort of just lose it and cry and and it's like a release valve for me sometimes i don't even know why those tears are flowing but i i know it's good for me to um to to get it out Um, you, you know you might go for a walk ...or in the bush or a significant place that meant something... ...or you might cook a favourite food or have some close friends... ...share some stories and have a tear and it's okay. You thought I was going to say have a beer but have a beer and a tear. Um, And that's okay because see how it's just a normal part of life... ...and it's releasing um, things and then doing something is good. The normal cycle of life includes incredible joy and grief... Um, and loss often at the same... Oh, sorry, incredible joy and then grief and loss at the same time. We have not really been equipped to handle the grief side (laughs) um, for ourselves, let alone for those around us. I'm so aware, especially at the moment, when we have the joy of a baby in our family. Um, It's absolutely wonderful, more wonderful than I thought it was going to be. And at the same time, there's a place in my heart that there's a little pocket of sadness... That my mum's not there, you know, to see how wonderful our little city is and how beautifully our daughter's um, are stepping up as a mum. It doesn't detract from the joy at all, though. The joy's still there. Um, it just exists alongside, alongside it. Brookie said to me today, when she was getting her first sand photo, um, she said, oh, Micah's family say that Siggy looks like Caleb. And um, Caleb was a child that they lost when he was six months old to Sid's. So you can see in their family the joy, the incredible joy of having Siggy and that it exists along the sadness of, of little Caleb. But you think, gee, you just don't know what people you know, are going through but it elicit alongside. One thing we do know is that Jesus was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief but at the same time he was sinless, full of faith, grace, truth, love, light and life. Always um, able to see people in a crowd, seeing the ones that needed him, always able to speak words of life and able to um, pass on healing, and yet at the same time, we know that in his life he faced incredible rejection, um, betrayal, hatred, um, and loss himself, losing his cousin, his father, and judgment. So all of those things existed doesn't uh, alongside each other. I also realised one other thing, and this is one of my points, is that the kind question was helpful. It made me think of others who were going through similar things as you know that I'd been through, and maybe I could ask a kind question <laughs> to them. It reminded me of something I read in Jill March's book recently, and I'll read it to you. She's quoting from the movie, um, the Hob- in the movie The Hobbit, Gandalf the wizard is questioned about his choice. To bring a small, unassuming hobbit called Bilbo along on an adventure that seemed both foolish and perilous, Gandalf answered his critic by remarking how some believe it is the great power that holds evil in check. But this is not what he has found. Gandalf explained, it is the small, everyday deeds and small acts of kindness and love that keep darkness at bay. Jill goes on to say, likewise, I want to encourage you. Not to be overwhelmed by the darkness that sometimes surrounds grief, but to keep pushing through with small acts of kindness and love, you will give your loved one the courage to keep going on their long and per- their long and perilous journey. That, that's a great book, if anyone wants to read that as well. What are, and now I've just got two random things. <laughs> Jesus acknowledged that separation through death was hard. In his prayer before he went to the cross, I was pondering on this the other day, he knew he would be with his disciples intimately in spirit, even if they didn't understand that. Um, Yet he expressed to the Father, Father, I want those you gave me to be with me where I am. So they can see my glory, the glory you've given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Even though he is with us and will never leave us, we have comfort from those words. um, He does long for that day that we'll be with him in heaven too. And I like that. When we can see him face to face, he acknowledges the gap, (laughs) that there's that gap. And I think that gives us permission to do the same. I also love that he wants us to see his glory and how he really is, <laughs> you know. And I can imagine our my mum and I can imagine Jessie and I can imagine Stephen and I can imagine many others um, wanting us to know, you know, that they're okay and how they look in their new their new improved <laughs> Um, glorious bodies, especially Jesse, um, and, and looking forward and then also looking for the, for the day that we're together again. Now when I was in Israel I had some light on a verse that I've often struggled with in the New Testament where um, it seems like Jesus doesn't really care uh, about death it's where um, Jesus asked the man to follow him and he said, first let me go and bury my dad or my father. And Jesus responds, follow me, let the dead bury their own dead. Um, and it was explained to us that the Jew- Jewish burial process at the time had evolved um, to a two-step process. And the first, they would embalm um, the body with spices and wrap it in the burial clothes and lay it ...in a tomb on a bench. Um, Then, a whole year later, um, they would go back to the tomb... ...and have another um, process and ceremony... ...and they would gather the bones and then put them in a special box... ...and then store them um, in the tomb in a different way. So, it was explained to us by a beautiful Jewish man... ...that this is what Jesus was speaking about, this second process... ...when he used those words and that just really helped me. Um, You'll notice that we have the candle box up here. Please don't be intimidated by the candle box. (laughs) Um, And in a moment... um, ...I'm going to get Di to play... ...start playing all the music team to come up. Um, We're going to invite you to maybe come and light a candle... If you want to, (laughs) no pressure. Um, There's different reasons why you might want to do that. Um, It could be just to honour the memory of someone who's not here anymore on the earth but is so alive, you know, in your heart and your memories. Um, It may be just to release some of the sadnesses that have built up up on the inside. (laughs) Something to do just to acknowledge that and to help release that. It may be just to declare the light of life over a situation that's hard at the moment. Um, And it may be just to light a candle as a symbol of trusting God, his word and his timing. Or God might prompt you to do it for a completely different reason. But this is a night where we get to do whatever we want um, in our own time, in our own way. Um, Before we move into that, I just want to read... Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is low I will never leave you nor forsake you do not let your hearts be troubled trust in God trust also in me in my father's house are many rooms if it were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you I am going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself so that where I am, there you may be also. The last scripture I want to read is one of the most amazing Psalms. And that's just Psalm 23. We've all heard it so many times. But it's from the heart of God. I read this psalm if you feel like saying it with me out loud please do (laughs) Um, but no pressure either And, and it's just us saying it really as a prayer as a prayer to God and also just as a declaration over our life again as well the Lord is my shepherd You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this message. For more information, please visit